Welcome back to the Buy a Thread podcast with Jody Hine. Today, I want to offer a message entitled, Grief Requires Grace. This message has been rolling around in my brain for quite some time. And see, I when I offer a message, uh, I believe that I'm offering a motivational ministry message. I find motivation in the scripture. I seek out motivation for me to continue to move forward. And see, that's what the Buy a Thread podcast is all about, that so often, uh, many times in our life, we feel like we're just hanging by a thread. And sometimes there isn't a person that can help pull you out of that, the depths of that, or pull you back into life. It requires you going deeper inside of yourself and and connecting to your faith and what you believe in. And, and that's what I do, and I want to be able to share that message with you. So again, today, uh, this message is entitled, Grief Requires Grace. So the one thing that I believe that all of us humans have in common is that we've all experienced grief in some sense. What I mean by that is that, you know, grief does not just come in a physical form through the loss of a loved one, through death. It can also come through maybe a loss of a job, uh, maybe the ending of a relationship, uh, maybe you're just graduating from college and you're moving on to the next step in your life. Uh, maybe you just branched out into a new career. And so you're closing the page to a previous chapter. And even though you may or may not have made that decision to move forward, there's still this sense of grief in what happened in the past. And whether we like it or not, we're going to carry pieces of that with us because it still lives in our memory. We can still access those chapters that happened before. So what I mean by grief requires grace is that whenever we have that turning of the page and closing of a chapter and opening into something new, there's a sense of grief. There's a void. There's something missing. And when there's something missing, we need some time to determine how we're going to be filled back up. When I think of grief in the loss of, of death or in, in a, a loss that you don't see coming, that just kind of comes out of nowhere, you know, I think of my personal experiences of when something kind of blows me away from from out of nowhere, it it takes you by surprise. It takes you a minute to kind of get back on your feet again and move forward. What I think we don't recognize is that we require some time for healing. It requires some grace and we need to be patient with ourselves. You know, the one thing that society does today is that, you know, when we have some sort of physical trauma to our bodies, we're given, you know, four to six weeks off. The doctor gives you a note. If you have an appendectomy, you're out of work for four weeks. But the word ectomy means that something's been taken away. Something's been cut out of your life and you're left with a void. And what we don't as a society consider is that when you've had a loss, a traumatic loss, whether it be through death or a loss of a relationship, what have you, we need some time to heal 
And society tells us we should be able to bounce right back. You take your few days, you're surrounded by people that love you and care about you, and you should be able to just go right back to normal. But as we all know, that's not how it works. That those chapters may be closed, that page may be turned, but we weren't ready. And all of those emotions and that loss and that trauma continue to move with us through the next few days to years to beyond that. We know that we can easily go back to that trauma happening just like it was yesterday. My point is that we require some grace. You don't have to look for it outside of yourself. You need to look for it inside yourself. You need to allow yourself some grace and some patience and some time to heal because that trauma is very real and that scar is always going to be there. And there are going to be times in your life that something's going to trigger that scar and reopen those old wounds and remind you that there's still healing that needs to be done there. You see, I study a lot about the brain and how the brain works because I've been through a lot of trauma. And when I think about our neural pathways, those regular routines that we deal with every day, for example, getting out of bed in the morning, brushing your teeth, making coffee, driving to work, those things are just routine. You often aren't even thinking about those things as you're doing them. You may not even hardly be awake yet. Those are your regular neural pathways. There's like little trails in your brain that we just follow every day and we continue to do them day after day and they become a habit and nothing nothing veers from that until it does. Until all of a sudden, There's this new neural pathway that's been created and you didn't even see it coming. All of a sudden, your life takes a turn out of nowhere. And not only did you not intend to turn this direction, it has been blown open by a bulldozer. It is a huge pathway. And it's, it's as if you're lost. You, There's too much space. You can't quite figure out which way to go. And you just want to turn around and go back to the way things were. And you can't. But this great big path that's been created in your brain now requires care. Now it's new and it's permanent and it's staying there. And because it's so widened, it requires nurturing and love and creating a new wholeness, one that you never thought you'd experience. And that takes time. That requires grace. You're going to become something new because the old pattern is no longer the same. That person is missing. You're no longer going to that job. You no longer have this relationship you thought you had. Whatever it might be that you grieve, it's now different and it's never going to be the same. The first part of that is just really recognizing the fact that you can't go back. Secondly, you need to recognize that no one can fix this for you. No one has the answer. The answer only resides within yourself And with your meditation and prayer and 
routinely spending time with God so that he can pull you back out of that darkness and back into life. There's a few verses that I want to take you to in Romans. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into his grace, in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we are still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare to even die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since, therefore, we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. And more than that, we also rejoice in God, though our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. You see, we were never intended to live this life without struggles and suffering. It was a part of the package. And that suffering that we entail builds endurance within us. It builds a strength that we never knew that we had. And that strength and endurance builds a character And brings about gifts that were just lying dormant underneath. You are a new person. You can't help but be. And we are made new through the gift of Jesus. See, friends, that's where I find my strength. This is what I mean when I say that there are times that we've just been hanging by a thread. This is what I mean when I say this is what pulls me back into life is when I read scripture like this and I recognize what has already been done for me. And when I recognize that that suffering that I've experienced was meant for me. It was mine, and your suffering was meant for you. It's yours, and yours alone. And it's going to make you new. It's going to make you different. But you can become whole again. You'll become whole. You'll still have scars. Wherever that ectomy was taken, whatever was cut out, and this more significant this thing or this person was in your life, 
the much larger the wound. So give yourself some grace. Take the time. Be patient. Connect with yourself and connect with God. I promise you'll no longer be hanging by a thread. From my heart to yours, love Jody.